flood, hurricane, earthquake, flood, volcanic eruption, or a river of blood. We'll be here even if we get shot. So listen up now for some no matter what. What's up? Up the top. I'm engaged. Get over it. All right, moving on. Yeah, we, we bungled that last week. Yeah, we, we it wasn't bungled. It was a nice gesture. Yeah. I, I threw it out at the end just to... I should have called people pussies, but I... In, it, Thinking, thinking back, I, I said, I'm engaged, you idiots, yeah. which made me feel like I was attacking the room, which I wasn't. Yeah. That wasn't my intent. I was calling, because don't get me wrong, I love you. No, I love Cassie. No, but our audience are idiots. Oh, and yeah. they're pussies. And oh, they're who pussies. I was attacking. I wasn't attacking you guys in the room. So if there was any confusion, if it's like, Kale seems a bit hostile that they're not bringing <laughs> this up. Don't worry. The hostility was not aimed at them. It was aimed at you. Yeah. Big, big life moments. Yeah. Life, you know. Yeah. It was fun. But, uh, you know, it was, did it in Japan, did it in front of Hogs, Hogwarts, you know, Hogsmeade, all that stuff. Mel's, Mel's a big Potter fan. So did that. Move on. Get over it. Get over it. Send your letters, but I won't read them. No. I'm too busy. I haven't, I haven't logged into the email in like a year now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's just overflowing. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's I not because s- it's inactive. Yeah, no one fucking emails. What's the point? <laughs> like, should I just give her my, my phone number? Should we be texting? Yeah, I mean, I'll give out my home address right now. Let's do it. I g- Stop by for a cup of tea. Let's talk about it. What do you want to see? Yeah. Like I, got, in, I got a um our last one's from Google Ads. We've never oh, even used Google Ads. Google Ads. Maybe that's a good idea though. We should use we should we should advertise. I want to be the highest paid sponsored podcast that no one listens to. Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's the we, dream for we, me. We the the official podcast of the metaverse. Oh, please. Where? Yes, where it's just like but we're on, like so it's a podcast but we're on like you flick on the radio in the metaverse and we're playing on the metaverse yeah. radio. And sometimes it's just it's just in the background of like you'll be walking and you'll hear like in like the, a video game in the walking, far yeah. distance you'll hear like you'll hear like shut up Cassie like what <sighs> what are you talking about like yeah. that kind of thing like it'd be like and stop shitting on turtles yeah that stop kind shitting of stuff on turtles that'd be cool yeah. that'd be cool and we can also like do a deal with like we'd be on billboards and stuff as well yes yeah yes. like or like trains passing by where, and like, people are like who the fuck are these guys why and why are they the number one podcast in the metaverse <laughs> and why can't i stop listening to them like literally like i can't yeah. actually I there's want, no i can't turn it off i'd also like a like a money you know like in metaverse and i don't because no, no, no. I, I don't know what it is no for. but you i know how in metaverse yeah. continue i'm assuming there's like there's like credits because in in all sci-fis i've seen money is credit so i assume there's credits in metaverse. Oh, we can't escape currency now so I think that like there should be a monetary like a credit advantage mm. like for listening to the podcast. So oh, yeah. the more you listen, the more credits you get. And yeah, you yeah no matter what cred yeah, coins, you can exchange that credits for what we call silence time. Yeah. So like you yeah. know, one thousand credits is ten minutes silence time. That's right. Yeah. And some people use the that currency to pause us in a way so that yeah. they because it stops. It, you don't miss anything. It's no, no, no. It's, it's a pause. It's just, it's not a, quite a silence. Yeah, you will listen to it all, yeah, but it pauses to. it. And some people want to pause it because maybe they're doing something else. But for, I, I'm, look, I'm sure the majority of people will and be. quizzes. Just by the way, I just want quizzes. <laughs> like every now and then, you you hit what we call a roadblock. Where, yes. where a big pop-up will come in And in no way are we coming for roadblocks. No, no, That's no. different. Notice there was no S. Yeah, I don't know what that is either, but I think we should become the number one po- podcast of roadblocks. Absolutely. Well. I think that that's a, it's a big money market. But you hit a roadblock and you're like, 
you're walking in the metaverse. You're walking, you're walking. There's a big pop up in front of you. You go, okay, I'll go to the left. You go to the left. There's a pop up there. Yeah. You're in a you're in a you're in a cube. You're essentially in a popped up cube. And in that cube, there's questions. Mm-hmm. So it will be like, what it's funny a quiz cube? Yeah. What funny remark did Mark make at the uh, when Kale said like said uh, said what's Tibby doing? Yeah. And they'll be like multiple choice. You get it wrong. You're stuck in the cube for like an hour. Yeah. You get it yeah, right. It's, the cube it's, it's, it's kind of like a get one wrong, answer 10 more yeah, sort yeah, of situation. Yeah, yeah. We just want people to be engaged because yeah. like it's one thing for it to be playing at all times, which it will be, but we want people to be engaged listening. Yeah. So it's five credits to enter the cube. Yeah. And if you complete all of the questions with about a 75% success, like correct answer yeah, rate, yeah, yeah. then you get uh, about 10 you get 10 credits back. Yeah. So not only have you paid for your experience, but you can also do it again. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> You're never going to, we'll, we'll never put you in a situation where you don't have enough credits to get into the queue. Oh, no, no. Well, unless you lose in which you will have like, it's sort of like a pop-up above yeah. the head. Yeah. It says, hi, my name is blank, you know, whatever their name is. Yeah. I did the no matter what pop quiz, pop cube. Yeah. Uh, and I failed. I've only brought shame on my family. It's quite long. You have to scroll to read it all. And people in the metaverse will be able to throw fruit at them and vegetables. And that's a mini game in itself because if they hit them, they get credits. That's right. And But you can't hit people. But if you miss them, it sort of goes through a portal and hits you, yeah. causing you to lose credits yeah. and bring shame to your family. And then you become shame. And that's shamed. the metaverse. And then that's the metaverse. Yeah, and that's, that's, the and that's what this all has been for, I think. That's right. What is? Do you know... Um, <laughs> This is this is a question that I've I've been wanting to ask for a long time. Do yeah. you know what Roblox are? Like, what are they? What are, what's Roblox? What, what is what's it? Ro- I think it's I Roblox, or is like it Ro- Ro- Oh no, it's Roblox, isn't it? Like R O B L O X. Yeah, 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 yeah. What so is it? it's 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 uh, I I believe Minecraft. So yes, but no. Okay. And how dare you? I'm sorry. Yes. Um. It's you're you're definitely a cube man. Okay. Good. Good. Like Minecraft, but I think it's just like mini games. And it also has like a, what's that? Remember, remember that? That was like something hotel. Habbo Hotel. Habbo Hotel. Yeah. I think it's got like elements of that to it. It's it's just kind of like, hey, what are a bunch of ideas and games that we can all put in one place with the cheapest animation style, get children hooked and then sell like gift cards in stores for Roblox. And they were like, well, it's Roblox. I ran a business in Habbo Hotel. By oh, the way, I never, I never played. Have never played. Um, I was part of a empire. You would say um, it was called Slaves Are Us. Uh, That's great. Looking back, regretful, but you know, um, it's okay because what we would do, and it was, it was a, it was a good business because there was absolutely no upfront costs. Well, if there's anything that I've learned, it's not, it's not slavery. W- that was the bad thing. It was the racism tied to slavery. So yeah, that's have a slave. Well, yeah, th- this wasn't this wasn't a racist. You slave didn't discriminate. Situation. No, no, no. Everyone was a slave. So the way we'd set up our our room is there'd be um there'd be two different areas, and there'd be you'd, you'd come through the door and you'd basically get put in a queue, okay, and you'd wait in the queue. And when you got to the front of the queue, there was a door that only I could trigger to open or close, and you'd say to the person at the front of the queue, <laughs> you'd say be or buy. And they would go, oh, I'll, I'll buy, which means that they want to buy a slave. Yeah. Or B, I want to be a slave. Okay. And so already I've got no upfront costs. I've got volunteer slaves. Yeah. So if they were- They have only two options. If they chose B, I'd open the door and I'd go, okay, come on in and wait over on those chairs over there, shut the door. 
And then eventually when someone would go, I'd like to buy a slave and I'd be like, okay, what, what are you interested in? And they're like, Hey, I want them to- Is this all typed or are you talking over mine? Type, type. Yeah. They'd be like, Hey, I'll, I've just got like, um, like they would, they would hire the slaves to like do stuff at their businesses and shit. They'd be like, I need someone to work the door for the next hour. Or like, I'd need someone to like rearrange the Weird. furniture in my room and stuff. So then I'd say like, oh, cool. Yeah. That's going to cost like three Fernie. And so what they would do is- And Fernie was the currency of the metaverse. furniture. Like you transfer oh. furniture to each other. <laughs> okay. And so then they, we'd open up our trade thing. They'd put three Fernie in mine. I'd close it. And then I would just say to one of the slaves, all right, yeah, you got to follow this guy to this room. And then they would fucking do it. Yeah. And I, and they didn't get People paid. in video games, man. The especially slaves didn't if, get paid. If you create content, they will yeah. come. Like yeah. that, that's fun. And we were just- They we, get to be a slave for a like, day. We made the whole room or an up. hour. We, 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 we were killing it. We were kings of hotel. You had Fernie out the wazoo. We didn't- We you had didn't to get a second room. To put the Fernie. Yeah, it's, it's kind of- We were killing it. Yeah, it sounds it was like good it. Shit. It, it sounds was good like shit. It. it was definitely good shit. Yeah, I've never played, so I don't even know what this looks like. I imagine it's a top-down view, and then yeah. you just sort of little little chop, man, chopstick yeah. legs yeah. running around. Pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, got yeah. to pick how your guy looked. That's cool. That's cool. Bubble did you chairs did you shit. have like a dress code for the slaves or no? I think see that was the next step. Yeah, you make them dress in all white. All white. Yeah. 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 So I reckon a lot of those people are still working for their master. That's the thing. Do you think day. the business continues without you? Did you did you pass it down to anyone? Well, I think I think the I think the idea continued. I think people saw what but we the were idea doing. of slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it we, continues today. You know, I don't think we invented slavery. No, you, no, you didn't. But you certainly capitalized on it, yeah. and you got that Fernie. I think we mastered slavery. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think we invented it, but I think we've done it the best that anyone's yeah. ever done it. Yeah, I mean. Just change the words around, and I think you've got a great business model. Change yeah. slavery to to uh, uh, employee, em- employee light. Yes, yeah, intern, intern, and it's just you, people walk are. up to you who don't have jobs, yeah, and, they, and you say B or buy, and then they say B, yeah. and they come and they stand in a room, and then businesses from all over the place who need like a replacement staff member or whatever, they can call you on the app, they can come to the store. They have to come to the store. I would say so because I've they already have to look I've, them in the I've, eyes. I've set up like the this, the exact same dimensions as the have a hotel yeah, of room. Course. It's all set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then be only I can work the door as well. And they're not slaves because they do get paid in Fernie. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's what we're doing you in get real a chair, life. Anyways, you get look a at this. I'm, I'm sitting on a chair. I bought this. Yeah, uh, you're sitting on a chair. I bought that. You like, bought this. Like that's all we're doing. We're all doing I'm this wearing, for furniture. I, I, I mean, and what is clothing if not human Fernie? Human Fernie. So right now I'm wearing a shirt. You bought this. Yeah. Pants. You bought this. Food. Fernie. Fernie. It's tummy Fernie. Tummy Fernie. Tummy Fernie. You were just. You were just. Uh, oh, animals, pets, living Fernie. Living Fernie. Yeah. All you're doing with fluffy you Fernie. All you're doing when you're eat is you're 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 setting up the feng shui in your tummy mm-hmm. with different food items. That's right, and that's that, and that's what a balanced diet is. Yeah. Interior decoration of the tummy. That's right, and that's why if you put a bunch of crap in there, you get a crap you get a crap ferny diet. Yeah, and 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 then what do you make after that? Toilet ferny. Yeah, fruits and vegetables. They're kind of like the you know the Eames chairs of the ferny world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. McDonald's, that's that's a bean bag. That's a bean bag. And it's not a good one either. No, it's, big it's brown a bean, bean bag. It's a, it's a bean bag that was advertised as one of the ones that, that holds its shape. Doesn't. Doesn't hold its shape. You sink every time. What about bean bags? You, you got any in your house? No. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> I had a bean bag. Did I ever own it? I'm trying to think if if I, I think I'm, no, I don't think I've ever had a bean bag. Not even my family 
had a bean bag. We should be to, the, to chuck in the child's room. We should be the only podcast that's done completely on bean bags because in the background, every movement you just hear like <laughs> the entire time, just moving on a bean bag, just drinking a, a cold brew with ice in the glass while sitting on bean bags. Uh, bean bags, great in theory, but as soon as you own one, you're like, why did? What am I doing? It. It, you can't store it anywhere. No. It needs its own space. And yeah. in that space where a beanbag is, you could have had anything else. A smaller chair. <laughs> a smaller chair. A comfier chair. Way comfier. Way comfier, even if it's wood. Honestly, I would say beanbag comfort is a 40% of the time thing. 40% of the time you hit that groove and you're like, holy shit, I'm comfy. Yeah. 60% of the time you're readjusting in a beanbag. I think a beanbag, I think the, the person that came with a beanbag was like, how do I put a hammock on the floor? Yeah. And it didn't work. Yeah. After and sometimes it, took, and it, it does, but like it you said, years. it took ten it years for them to get <laughs> yeah, where they were. Yeah. Every day they would wake up and and, they, and they'd wake up, they'd get out of bed, and their wife would be like, "Just give it up, Brian." And well, Brian would be like, "I can't, I can't. I know I have something. You here. won't let me have a hammock. <laughs> this is the only way. <laughs> we don't have anything to put it on. We don't on, have Brian. the tree space. We don't have the tree space, Brian." Yeah, the problem was the beads. Yeah. He he tried too- ball bearings at first. Too hard. <laughs> Marbles next. Marbles next. He went next. for another harder thing. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why he he's was doing it like this. He stuck on hard things for like th- probably three years. Yeah. just de- He tried coconuts. He tried jacks. Remember jacks? Yeah, They were pointy. Pointy. Never what are you point. doing? And he was like, oh, an acupuncture angle. No, Brian. Tried water. He was close with close water. Close was water. Let's yeah, honest, yeah. Look, it, he had a, side, burst, a su- yeah. successful side business with the waterbed, but- yeah. Follow up question: Ever lay on a waterbed? I don't think I ever have. I don't think I have. I don't I'd think like I have. To. I don't think I have. I think I'm. I'm doing that thing where you recall a memory from a movie. <laughs> was and it leave the ladies' it yourself. No, it wasn't the ladies. <laughs> I'll tell you actually the first thing that popped into my head uh, that when you said waterbed, or when I said waterbed. Um, oh, what's that Jim Carrey movie where he's they're filming him? Uh, the, 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 it's not Ed TV. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It's a TV. definitely not Ed. No, the, the Truman Show. <laughs> the Truman Show. Yes, the script of the Truman Show, which I read one time, is yeah. way darker than the actual movie itself. Like, there's the, the part where he's like, "Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to?" And that is like a dark part of the movie. It's a, it's yeah, a sort sure. of, it's a, it's a scary scene. In the script, he takes a knife, yeah, pushes her down onto their waterbed, okay, stabs the waterbed, and she's. The water is flowing over her face and she's drowning while so he's, he's screaming, like, he's who like, are you talking to? He's like um, waterboarding her, waterbedding uh, her. Uh, uh, waterbedding <laughs> her, yeah. Waterbedding her. Uh, yeah, essentially. Uh, but dude, I, yeah, I went through like a phase when I was like 22 where I just like read scripts from my favorite movies. And yeah, that one was the best. Like yeah. I'd, I'd recommend reading the Truman Show script because it was fucking wild. That was, oh, it, was, yeah. it was way darker. Really, I've I've never thought to read a just movie script. I know I was I was trying to be cool, I guess, but just to myself because I didn't tell anyone about it <laughs> except for the Truman Show one because I was like, that's actually fucking sick. Yeah, this is you in this is you premiering the idea of reading scripts. <laughs> yeah. It's been ten years. Yeah. And you're like, I was actually pretty fucking. You know, cool, guys, <laughs> I read scripts. I read scripts. I, I I understand scene structure. Imagine if you lived in one oh, studio apartment. You bring a lady around and all you have is a waterbed and a beanbag chair. Yeah. How quickly do they think they get, how quickly do you murder them? Is the question, my next question. Well, I mean, yeah. How quickly until you, you, as, as 
to be a person in that situation, mentally break and start asking who they're talking to and they <laughs> respond, you, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Listen, have you read the script of the uh, the Truman Show? Oh, no, I've never done it. Well, this is all about to be a surprise <laughs> to you. <laughs> Give it a flick through and then come back to me. Come back to me then. This is no matter what. The podcast we do when Cassie cannot show up, I'm sure at home- She'd be jealous of all this uh, engagement talk I that know, we've done. Right? Yeah. But at home you're thinking- what the hell happened? I put on my podcast uh, device. <laughs> yeah. I put it on. Ask uh, someone to press play for me as and you do. the last two weeks, there's, there's not been any content. You two weeks? Two weeks. Well, there's no episode today and today's uh, the Thursday. The Dude, I'm actually Thursday. fucking spitting about that. We're on a streak. We were definitely on a streak, but now we, we've taken two weeks off and we're going to come back stronger than ever. Last I didn't week, realize that. Last week you would have listened to uh, us talk about The Simple Life, uh, Wild Ride with uh, 17-time guest Gemma, and now this week we are back for no matter what. The podcast we do when Cassie is not around. That's and right. Did we talk about – I don't know if we got to talk about this last week. For a while there, no matter what became the official podcast of The Writer's Strike. Yeah. Officially, everyone was getting their content from They were us. getting their news. They were getting their updates. They yeah, were yeah. finding out about SAS. The best thing about it is our updates would come three weeks later. Because oh, yeah. we, we record in advance usually. So they would get their updates a bit late. Now, well, we're timeless. Yeah, the thing that's happening now is I got I to gotta unveil the writer's strike is over. Um, they've reached an agreement. Wow. Big day. You know why? Because we were nipping at their heels. That sass was that's coming. The, the the writers were like, "We are we're just going to hold it out." And then all the studios went to them and and pressed play on their pod uh, their their iPhones. Yeah, and everyone went, "Oh shit! Oh no!" These these two these two money making <sighs> bad boys. I didn't realize the Hollywood boys would do this so quickly. Yeah, we we, we move fast. We move fast. We created a lot of good shows, and I'm sure at home you're thinking, "Well, the writer strikes over. I can put on my um." My Netflix, I can put on my Disney Plus. I can yeah. watch all new content. But here's the thing, baby. You can't stop the Hollywood boys. Yeah. We're here to create content. We always will. And we're going to be making brand new pilots up until TV no longer exists. And then we'll yeah. be doing whatever's next. Yeah, uh, the the metaverse. We're, look, we're, look, we're looking into it. We're already, we're already the official podcast of the metal, Metalverse and the Metaverse. Yeah, the Metalverse is a weird place. Very um, clunky, yeah, yeah. a lot of loud banging sounds. I've started a opposition to the Metaverse um, yeah. myself and I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you have. I don't know how this stuff works. You know what believe, I, mean? I can't believe you're unveiling it now. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so I. Let's be, so, let's be clear. We don't know what we're doing. No, no, no. With anything. The thing but about, the thing we're about, doing it. So what does that make you, person at home, not doing it? Yeah, you're not doing it. You're not you know? doing it. Don't sit Do there. it. I want you to do it. Go to, see, here's the thing. I want I, you to try. I saw the metaverse and I thought, I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to do that exact thing. Now, I don't know computer stuff very well. I have a computer. Don't know how you make... I don't know how you make the metaverse with computer. Yeah. So what I'm doing is I'm doing a real version mm-hmm. because this computer stuff, I tried it for like a week. Yeah, the metaverse won't last. What's what's really happening People now like is reality. Things. People like to touch things. Yeah. Okay. You go into a shop, you walk past you walk past a thing of bread, you give it a squeeze. You want tactile. People you squeeze like it so tactile. hard that it loses its shape, and then you yeah. put it back. Yeah, because that bread's bad. That's bad bread. That's bad now. bread. Because because of the interaction, because of your actions, yes. you've now changed something forever, making it bad. 
So but I'm, you don't want that. So I'm doing the metaverse, but I'm doing it in real life. I'm creating like, it's kind of like a warehouse full of, full of metal, mm-hmm. like just floor to ceiling metal. There's jagged you walk metal. In, you wear a metal suit. Yeah. There's, there's soft metals. That was interesting. I think it's called yeah. Quicksilver. Ah. People love it. It's gone crazy. Quicksilver is a really cool name. That's cool right. word. Yeah. It rolls off the tongue. It makes you think of cowboys. Yeah. It makes you think of, of, of superheroes. I got so many different types of metal in this room that you, it will blow your mind. I've got a whole exhibition that's like, this here is like aluminium. This next to it is like steel. Tin. Tin. Now I've heard that Copper, you I've heard bronze. that you have smooth but then also sharp metals. Yeah, scratchy too. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's in the now texture that's a, zone. That's the texture zone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can kind of just you can put your hands over any type of texture. Now there, you want are, there. there are textures everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, if yeah. you really want the texture experience of the metalverse, you go to the texture zone. That's the thing. You're gonna get texture wherever you go, but if you want a pure like unadulterated yep. texture experience. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're gonna want to head over to the texture yeah. zone. We've got hard floors, slippery floors. Yeah, yeah. We've got sharp floors as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know what you're thinking. What about sounds? Yeah, we we've got a sound room. That's that's the thing where you can hit the metal and hear different sounds that come from the metal. Now, sometimes the sounds in the sound room are drowned out by the sounds from the surrounding rooms, but mm-hmm. you will get the most concentrated amount of sounds in the sound room. Exactly. If you really want to be just bombarded with sounds, that's where you want to go. And it's located right next to the texture room. Yeah. Honestly, you can go to a random corner Mm. of the Metalverse and you can have texture and have sound. I'm not saying that's not going to happen. The two do meet. It's sort of like an overlapping situation. What I'm saying is if you want to experience texture, go to the texture zone. If you want to experience sound, Go to the sound zone. Okay? We've got a big metal room and you know it echoes. Yeah. And you know, I know what you're thinking. Is that in the sound room? No. That's a different thing. That's the echo room. It's the echo room. It's, okay? it's actually the furthest away from everything. It's yeah. a long walk. It's a big warehouse. Does the entire place echo? Yes. Yeah, of but, course, it's but, metal. But what it's a large s- metal yes, warehouse. But what we're saying is, and I don't know why this is so hard to understand. Yes, you can experience an echo everywhere. However, <sighs> if you want to experience the best echo, you go, go to the, to the echo, echo room. room. We've put it to the side to avoid the sound room. Yes. Does the sound room blend of through? Of course it does, because the sound room's through. echoing. It's an echo room. You put an echo ah. room anywhere near a sound room, it's going to get in there. And see, and I know some computer nerds are going to go, I don't understand the metal verse. No. I'm going to do the metaverse thing. No, don't do that. Don't do that. We are the official podcast of the metaverse. So if you are in there, you're just going to be listening to us anyway. Advertising the metaverse full time over there on yeah. the metaverse. <laughs> we have pipes in the metaverse that go from one room to the next and you can chat to your friend because yeah. it'll echo through the pipe, sort of like a communication two-way kind of thing. But sometimes you can't hear because it depends what room you're in. Sound room, good luck. Yeah, we're walking around the metaverse all day and we're going up to people and being like- this is kind of lame. I wish I could feel things. And the guy's like, well, that's kind of not what this is about. It's kind of like a social. I'm like, hey, buddy. Do you like metal? Do you like metal? And he's like, oh, the music? I'm like, no, we don't have any we don't of that. Have any of that. None of that. Because that that's confusing. It's conf- we didn't want to bombard. We're more of like a physical metal thing. Yeah, we're not going to have a, a sound room and then what? We're playing metal in the sound room Doesn't and it's like sense. what we're being ironic. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Smack this metal pole yeah. against that sharp object. Do you like that? 
You do? You do? Well, let me tell you about the texture room. You're going to love that. <laughs> the texture room's great. It, 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 each room offers something that another room offers, but concentrated. And that's what we're trying to say. And that's what the Metalverse is. Yeah. And yeah, we're not making money out of it yet. <laughs> not yet. But so far, it's just a warehouse filled with metal. But it is it is a verse. Yeah. The writer's strike is over. Yeah. Content will keep going. There'll be more content coming out and you'll be watching this new content being like, okay, I'm sorry. Did I just see Tibby? Yeah. And you'll be like, okay, the boys are still working. The Hollywood boys still have yeah, you, job. Some, some, some shows were being sneaky. We're actually releasing them uh, under under different production company names, yeah. all, of our, all of which we own, obviously. But we want you to not think it's us yeah. until you see Tibby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're thinking, wait a minute, is Tibby not actually a fictional character, but uh, a living being that's actually gained the ability to enter multimedia and is just appearing everywhere? And that's when we'll remind you, no, he's actually copyrighted <laughs> no. by us. That's yeah. Tibby's our character. He's ours. We, we made him. Um, yeah. He, he exists only because of our brains. The thing about Tibby that I really like, and I'm sure you're the same, I like that he's a character that exists in almost everything we've ever made, and yeah. yet he has no characteristics. Now, that's something I really like about him. And that comes down to the acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've not given him um, any motivation. Uh, we've given him, I think there were Bugmen. Does he like the Bugmen? Does he not like the Bugmen? That's the kind of thing we're going to be yeah. exploring. Is he for Bugmen, against Bugmen, or is he just indifferent like he is with most things in his life? Because yeah, the confusing thing is, and if you're a regular listener, you'll remember that Tibby went back in time mm. to the Tiger Blood Chronicles. Did. And then he said, the Bugmen are coming, we have to stop these. And that was pretty canon. And then when we when he was in Jumanji, he was working with the Bugmen. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I bet at home you were thinking, wow, that's kind of confusing. It's almost as if they don't know what's going on. Because the thing is, is that he's traveling through time. Yeah. He's also traveling through multiverses. The bug men aren't always the bad guys. Exactly. Sometimes the humans are. Exactly. Now, and the bu- uh, then sometimes there's a, the, there is only one Tibby though. That's important. Sometimes people are different than you expected. Now yeah. this reminds me of the movie Small Soldiers. Do you remember that movie? Of course, I watched it, I think, this year. <laughs> okay, so Small Soldiers was, if anyone at, playing along at home... We're um, not talking about the we're not talking about the Toy Soldiers Eminem song. No, no, no. I know that you're thinking, oh, are they about to get into Marshall? No. no. I don't think this is the kind of podcast where we talk about Marshall. Yeah. I don't think we have. We keep his name out of our mouth because yeah. we know what comes next. Yeah. The man's excellent at diss tracks. We do not want to be part of it. We don't want to get slammed. Look, it's great publicity, but sometimes you don't come back. Look at Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Destroyed. Found dead in a ditch. He does emo music now. Remember when he was like, nah, I'm going to do a response. And then he did the response and everyone was like, oh, you shouldn't have done that because like yours was really quite bad. Yeah. And and Eminem's going to destroy you. Yep. And then, and then, but then, I mean, dating Megan Fox and- He's getting his nails painted by Drew Barrymore on her, on her show, talking yeah. about his feelings and how sometimes it's real hard. Yeah, that's what happens. You when get, you get you, dissed you, by Marshall Mathers. Marshall Mathers disses you, you date Megan Fox, you make, your nails get done by Drew so Barrymore. So, yeah, wins and losses. Exactly, exactly. Now, Small Soldiers, uh, a movie uh, for those of you playing along, it's a movie about toys that come to life. It's not Toy Story, but these toys do come to life. There's some small soldiers and there's something called the Gorgonites, I believe they're called. And the Gorgonites do what they do best, 
which is hiding. Which is hiding. Now, the issue is, the issue for a young boy named Mark is, mm. is he got pretty excited about Small Soldiers before he had seen it. And for his birthday, he got a whole bunch of Small Soldiers toys. Yeah. Now, he didn't realize that the Small Soldiers were the bad guys. Oh, dear. You oh, didn't dear. get, you got no Gorgonites, just Small Soldiers. Just Small Soldiers. So the soldiers. movie hadn't come out yet? I, I think, or you just hadn't seen it. I think it hadn't come out yet. I think I think there the was, toy line was out I before think, that. I mean, what a cash! Dude, round. they were smashing out toys yeah. back in the day. Brick bazooka. Like I don't. I'm, I'm I'm basing this on nothing because I do not have kids. I don't have to buy toys. But I don't think the toy game at the moment is as strong as it used to be. Like movies were like mm. the toy range for everything back in the day used to be fucking immense. Pokemon still going strong. Yeah. Lego and I assume, still smashes I it out the park. I assume more like the Marvel films have like action oh, figures yeah, that plenty, come along with plenty it. Plenty of Marvel. I mean, they've always had action figures just due to the but comics. I think, I think like only the A plus like Disney shit is getting toys. Whereas back in like, back in my day, mm. everything had toys. Like small yeah. soldiers, they did the entire run. So for my birthday- I got a whole bunch of small soldiers toys and I was fucking psyched because yeah. I was like- Every cartoon was a toy ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biker Mice from Mars, oh, Street I Sharks. I had, oh, dude, I had the Street Sharks, the one where- Gargoyles, which the, coming back. Our Gargoyles is coming back. It's not made by us, but we are trying to get in there. We're trying to- we're, We might have a Gargoyle-related show <laughs> yeah, in yeah, the future. For sure, for uh, sure. Just to try and cash in on the, on the, on the toys. It's going to be the biggest movie. When Gargoyles comes out- I think out, we'll do Gargoyles. <laughs> gargoyles it'll be, it'll be about be a bunch of Jewish women who uh, can turn into Gargoyles. In. Gargoyles. Greenlit. Yeah. Uh, but- <laughs> But yeah, coming I, to a store near you. I had a, I had, I, I, I woke up over my presence. I was like, "Holy shit! I've got the small soldiers. I'm the. I'm coolest, about to save the day. You I'm thought. the coolest kid in the world. I'm gonna save the day. Did you have a brick bazooka? Which one's brick bazooka? He's the blonde hair, and he could flip his. His back had a gun on it, and you could flip his head around, and then the gun would face out the front. I'm not sure. That's if the I only did. one I had. I had the main, and dude. then obviously I had go, go, uh, Gorgonites. Yeah, yeah. I wish. Insomniac dude, the best one. I had the main dude, which was like the guy with like the flat top. Yep. I had like a bigger flat top guy. Yeah. I had like a guy which I think he had like long black hair. Nick Nitro? Probably Nick Nitro. Did he have a cigar or like had, he had like bombs? I think so. Yeah. 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 So I had a whole bunch of them. I was like, I'm the best. I'm the coolest kid in the world. <laughs> and then- I, Army man, Mark. Yeah, this is the best shit. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, oh my God. God, I've sided with the bad guys. I have what to has happened to I have me? to destroy my toys. This is the worst day of my life. I'm one of the enemies. Yeah. Absolutely. Cracker of a film, though. Really great. And uh, just to remind you of Insomniac, that was the purple one, the one that spun around. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he actually did that. You could pop him up at the waist and spin him. Yeah. It was, it, I still have that. It's on a shelf at home. Nice. I had a lot of, I had a lot of street sharks as well. Oh, like yeah. I had the one. Slamu. Was that the one? There was one that you could like move sideways and then you punch. That like was the that was the blue one, right? The great white. I think it was. Yeah, I think yeah. it was supposed to be a great white. I'm and not he wore really jeans. Sure. He wore. They, I mean, they all wore torn jeans. Yeah, they all wore torn sick. denim. Mark. That was cool. And then I had one that was like superheroed. Like he was wearing like a superhero outfit. Yep. I think that was. Did he shoot a shield out of his fist? Hell yeah. That was Slamu. Yeah. I had that. I have that toy as well. Man, this is great, Mark. I really love this conversation. <laughs> I I had a I had another Slamu that uh he was a boxer, so he had little boxing gloves on his hands. I think noodle like arms, and if you flicked them back and forth, his arms I just sort of I, flailed I about, that and that's how I learned to fight. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, I had a lot of 
toys growing up. Oh, dude, I had I'd, so many toys. I'd, the best. I'd, I'd, I'd I had Spawn a, toys. Do you remember Spawn? I remember toys? Spawn. I think yeah. I had one Spawn toy. Yeah, because they were many. very graphic. Spawn was yeah. I watched the Spawn movie too young as well. Like I remember being into Spawn, not yeah. knowing what Spawn was, and yeah, then, yeah. then my dad was like, "Cool, we'll put Spawn on for you." And I was like, "This is too scary. You now, shouldn't have done." This. I've told you my 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 story about Spawn, the movie with my dad. And what he said to me that has stuck with me my entire life and it's awful. I would like a reminder, but I have heard it. So there was a woman at the start of the film who was wearing all sort of like leather, black, just like tight clothing. And I very, I very was sexy. I was like a what when I when that movie came out, 12, 13? No, younger even, maybe like 10. Anyway, I was a young lad and I was in the cinema, I was very innocent, and I turned to my yeah. dad, I said, Dad. Why is that woman wearing all leather? Mm-hmm. And he looked at me in the theater, dark room, movie playing for daddy. No. Yeah. Don't like. Don't, don't like that, like, don't like that at all. Not for daddy. Don't like that at all. And I feel like I've brought that up on the podcast before yeah. just because of Cassie's unhealthy obsession with my father. But yeah. It was for daddy. It was for daddy. Oh. It was for, no, it wasn't. And, and, and in that, I learned something fundamental about men because he wasn't just talking about himself. He was talking about all daddies. He was talking about all daddies. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> it was for daddy. No. Yeah. Yeah. But they did add that. I mean, that whole movie was kind of for daddy, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, that movie, The Clown Guy. Dude, I had, oh my God, another spawn related story. It's not as it's not as horrendous as, as for daddy. <laughs> it's this is this is more of like a, a cute uh, childhood thing. Uh, I had the uh the spawn toy of the you know the the clown could turn into that giant demon and he had like a big motorcycle at some point in that yeah. film. The motorcycle was like a bunch of bone and gore and it was very cool for for me to have. But uh, went to the beach with it one day because I took my toys everywhere. Oh, you got it. Um, and I got back in the car, got home, and we'd left the bike. <sighs> we'd left the bike, and my mom cried. What? Because she knew I loved that toy so oh, much. No. And I don't remember if I made her feel, but I think I was just crying. Yeah. And we went back to the beach and it, it was, was gone. gone. It was gone. Shit. It was gone. And yeah. And so it's just, I'm, I'm glad that you had so many toys, Mark, because so did I. Was, were you in it? Your guys. An- they were your guys. Did you have wrestler toys as well? So many goddamn yeah. wrestler toys. Yeah, of course you did. I had Sting. Well, I had cool. Sting. Of course I had Sting. And you had the jacket? Yeah, of course I had Sting. <laughs> I had Goldberg. I had Diamond Dallas Pages, whose hands were always in the diamond shape, so you could put them up above your head. That's awesome. That's awesome. I had a cane. I had a cane. I didn't have cane. I wish I did. Did you have a big red machine? Uh, I did have a ring. I had a ring that collapsed. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd like kind of. You never really use the ring though, because it was like too. You'd have to be like standing over it. Like you couldn't do it. And the ropes would always break and like fling out and smack you in the hand, and that would hurt. Hell yeah, dude. Ah, This is what I want. This is what I wanted this This, podcast to be the whole time. I mean, I know we're them Hollywood boys and we got to bring content, (laughs) but honestly, if we could just talk about nostalgic things for me, that's that's all I want. Were you an action man kid? No. You weren't? I was an action man. No, not an action man kid. I, I, I. yeah, I just I had a whole bunch of action men. Loved them. Yeah, just that was just boy shit. Barbies. They were boy Barbies, boy but Barbies. like tough boy Barbies. Yeah, tough boy Barbies. He had like karate drink. shit. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <He had laughs> Do guns. you still have them anywhere? Nah, nah. That's all my, you have no toys left. I got They've none all of been my thrown childhood out? toys. That's a bummer. I have well, I like, heaps. Really, See, I got. A, I have a bag. So, so, so some of them I think are in storage somewhere with my parents still. And those are like my precious yeah. ones, the ones that I that I that I want to 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 maintain. But then I have a bag that I've filled that is that's with me at my apartment. That's for when 
nieces and nephews come over. Oh, hell yeah. That's when, it. When kids of the family come, I just bring up all those old toys and I watch them play because I don't have a child myself. I wish know? I still had them, but like I don't have a childhood home either. So I feel like right. That right. when broken that home, when that went, all home. my, broken all my home toys mark. went. Huge news, actually. This happened the other day. I was at my house, as, as I am often, mm. and I'm flicking through the music channels. As I do often as well. I like yeah. I like I like these three music channels that are called like now seventies, now eighties, and now. Now rock is this or is this is this radio style or is they're, they're music videos? Music video or, channels. Oh, lovely. Nice. Um, they're like they're like ad supported channels. Yeah. Like that you get them free. And so I was I was going, they're my three favorites because they are like the most kitschy thing ever. Like between songs and stuff, there'll be like a like a terrible graphic where someone's like, and now we have Reggie Regenson with his top ten hits. And right. then this then this like British guy would be on like and he's obviously like a British like DJ yeah. from like the old radio days. He'd be like, hey, um he'd be like, All right, I'm here to talk about like the, the top ten hottest 80s babes. Yeah. And now we got but yeah, okay. So I'm I'm watching this. The Boys Are Back in Town comes on. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I don't think I've ever seen the film clip to The Boys Are Back in Town. It's good. It's just them playing live. Okay. But this song's so much longer than- Whatever we've played what on we this listen. We 100%. <laughs> so there's more verses? Yeah, yeah. We were, we so were, we haven't even broken down the actual song. No, we were listening to like the weird, like abridged Ay-ya-ya. version. So not today, not, not today. today. I won't no, load no, it up, no, no. But I think we do have to it's do. It's going to be a special hour and a half to two hours special of no matter what, where we break this shit down. Emergency <laughs> episode where we break down the entire <laughs> yeah, song because there was whole verses that I hadn't heard, and which they, would have added to the law. Yeah, yeah. Because we know, we know we so know much most, of the law. We know most of the story. Uh, this is like finding the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. This is like finding. Just ancient, te- like written words, yeah. that we can delve into deeper. This this myth, I know. Oh, it's crazy! I'm looking forward excited. to it. It's a full two hour episode of No Matter What, what where we go through the entirety of the boys are back in town to figure out what we what we probably missed out. Yeah, yeah. There's probably whole side plots that we had no idea about. Do you know how excited I am? I immediately need a piss. <laughs> so we're going to pause here and I'll be right back. And we're back from um, a couple of uh, excitement peas after talking. <laughs> what spurred? What spurred it again? I can't even remember. Uh, uh, boys are back in town. The, the boys extended town. cut. The boys are back in town. But- these boys, these Hollywood boys, are here right now, and we're going to do what we do every week on No Matter What, and that's come up with a brand new pilot TV episode and that's, for you And, and that's what you want. You and want this. That's, what you, that's why that's you're why here. That's why you tune in, obviously. We, we helped you through the writer's strike. We brought content to you, and now it's time. Now the strike is over. It's time to really get in there and get the No Matter What universe Back to back to the biggest universe in the world, I would say. Um, yeah, well, it's slept on. It's slept on, um, but it is the biggest. Yeah, 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 yeah. By sheer want, mm. like we want it to be the biggest. Yeah, and it's like that. It's like that. Like that vision thing. That the secret. Yeah, you say it's the biggest, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, people and will the, agree it, eventually that it is the biggest. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's a. It's a world where toys come to lie 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we definitely, we definitely want to go off. Um, Think your Toy Stories. Yeah, we've got Think Toy Stories. Soldiers. We've got small soldiers. It's time. We've and got. You uh, know what? I mean, I'd even count Night at the Museum to an extent because yeah. they've got those little action guys. But let me let me say something. Uh, when was when did Small Soldiers come out? Nineteen ninety-seven. Yes. Nineteen ninety-eight. <laughs> sure. When did when did Toy Stories come out? Like nineteen ninety-four. What an era! Five. I'm it was, sorry. It was an era of imagination. Yeah, I'm sorry, but it's 2023 now. I think it's time to bring back a show where toys come back to life. Yeah. The kids need it. The kids need something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And we've got some new big gets as sass. Yeah. And it's it's not who you're thinking. Okay. You, uh, you're probably thinking, oh, I wonder if they'll put the Stranger Things kids in it. We're not gonna we're not gonna do that. No. We know kids. We've got some names we've off the top n- of my head. Please say some names. Julia Butters. Julia Butters. That's right. From, I love uh, you may her. Re- you may recognize her as from her role as Trudy Fraser in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No. Yes. Yes. I do. That, you do. You actually, do. Actually, let me throw it out there. She rules in that movie. She absolutely does. She absolutely does. True. You know, you know who Welcome else to is? Family. You know who else is great? Who's that? We've got uh, Ian Armitage. No, we didn't. We didn't get the the Armitage monster, did we? That's right. What's he? I remember him from Scoob. Scoob and the Wrath of Becky. The these oh. are all sm- you know these the and. I knew this. I knew this actor before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said we've got to get him for Sass, Roman Griffin Davis, the RGD. Roman Dif- yeah, RGD. We got RGD. R- RGD in the building, baby. That's right. Now I first saw him in. Uh, well, so uh, Ben Davis. I used to always go to my fuck. No, that's an interview. Go to see the subject. Age twelve. Known. Known for Jojo Rabbit. Jojo. Oh, he's, he's a hell he's of a knows, talent. He knows Jojo. Uh, yep, he was in that. Uh, the London born Griffin Davis has only one role under his belt. Well, we're going to give him more. We're going to give him more. Here, <laughs> that's And so we've got Roman. We've got Ian. We've got Julia think, Butters. And man, what a cast. Let me say, I think, I think off the top of my head, I'm thinking Roman's the star of this show. Definitely. I mean, he he's the oldest of he's the bunch. He's the oldest. He's the oldest. I really thought he was the youngest. Ah, no, that's Julia Butters. Julia Butters is the youngest. She's fourteen. Okay, and then and then can Ian, I get some ages? So Ian coming in at fifteen. Fifteen. So he's the older brother. They're all related. Roman coming in at sixteen. So he's, Roman's the he, he's, eldest. Nah, nah, he's playing younger. Of course. So, so Ian will play the oldest brother. Yep. The middle child will be Roman. That's right. And the bottom child, uh, the 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 youngest uh, daughter, will be Julia. That's right. And this is going to be fun for everyone at home because playing the dad. No way. Don't former child actor Macaulay Culkin. Oh my god. Yeah. No, we. This is great. So we open on. I think single dad. Single dad. Yeah. Single and ready to mingle, dad. Well, he misses his wife. We need something for the daddies in this. I'm not saying there isn't going to be. There's going to be stuff for the daddies? Of course there's stuff for the daddies. Okay, good. I'm just saying that he is the type of man that when you see him and when you see his story, you go, oh. oh, oh. oh. So that when, then when the then the stuff for the daddies come in, yeah. you're like, get it. Yeah, we, And he does. We need a couple, one to two women in le- dress in leather. Absolutely. And they will be dressed in leather. Okay, so I think we want to, I think, I think, hear me out because Macaulay Culkin we know him from Home Alone. 
So I really think we want to we want this to be around Christmas. This show. So here's the thing. Of course, it's around Christmas because when do when do people they get, get the, the most toys. concentrated amount of presents? Yeah. yeah, and for kids, that's toys. So let's open on. I reckon we open on because this is kind of teen as well. Like we got a we we got a lot of teens in this. Not too many kids. Yeah. So I think it's going to be fun for a teen audience to get into this as well as a younger audience. They're going to like it. Absolutely. But I think we open on. It's a, it's the night before Christmas. Yeah. The day before Christmas. Wow, we're jumping right in. Yeah, the day before Christmas. Not a lot of time. No, the the uh, alarms go off. Teenagers getting toys is strange. I will I'll say that, but don't worry because we've got a whole day. We to can explain. scrap the cast. No, no, and we no, can no, go no, younger. no. We've got a whole day to explain this. The day before Christmas. Beep 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 beep. We start with an alarm clock. Yeah. It's a, it's a classic for a reason. Because McCall, it's and it's it's actually the exact alarm clock that was in Home Alone one. Yeah, that yes. you know the one that didn't go the, the power outage, and then they were they woke up and they were late, actually yeah. leading to Kevin McAllister being left behind. And we're going to do a lot of things in this where, like, throughout the whole thing, there's heaps of clocks in the house, and they'll always be like, "Dad, why do you have so many clocks?" And he'll look down the barrel, and he'll the look at them, and he'll slap his face, and he'll go. Ah! <laughs> Because he's got PTSD yeah. about the time that he got mur- he almost got murdered a lot. but And he almost got murdered, but more to the point, his wife did get murdered. His wife did get murdered. And he watched that. He watched. That's the thing. He And he's playing Kevin McAllister. We with- mentioned that, right? He's playing Kevin McAllister. Well, I mean, I don't... Does he play other characters? Yeah, he's got a name tag that says Kevin McAllister. Yeah. The, the alarm It says Kevin on. M. Yeah there's, yeah. there's a little winky face drawn after it in, in Sharpie. So the alarm goes off. We see... An arm hit it, and then up sits Macaulay Culkin. Ah! He starts screaming. He's he's covered in sweat. He's he's wearing he's wearing the same. Um, His wife didn't get murdered in front of him. I know what actually happened, but you, you continue. Well, you might need to fill me in, but he's wearing the same pajamas in Home Alone. Of but course. he's got a Kevin M um, name tag. He's cold sweat all over his body and, and he, he wakes he, up he, and he looks over at a picture on on on, on his bedside table and he, it's him and his wife and he who who plays the the deceased wife do you think because we can we can go like um what about and this yeah, is for a, a throw a name at me i'm thinking remember when we did once upon a time yeah jennifer goodwin okay cute. jennifer 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 yeah cute as a button cute as a button Aussie accent. Aussie accent. You know, which is, a, 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 we do more pr- primarily American TV, yeah. so nice to get a bit of Well, a, she doesn't have an Aussie accent, but that's all right. Well, oh, no, she's, she's New Zealander, isn't she? No. Is but in she? this, she can be. In this, she can I, be. I don't, I, she sounds like a New Zealander in, in that show. I just think it's that her name's Jennifer. <laughs> and it should be Jennifer. Yeah, that's, that's true. It sounds like an Australian pronouncing Jennifer. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So we'll get her. She she's a good get, and we can have her in flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or okay. maybe she comes back. Maybe she's not dead. Who knows? Who but I will tell you what happens. What happens? He looks over and he picks it up and he sees Jennifer. Yeah, and whatever her name is in this, probably uh, Sally. Sally. Yeah, it's probably Sally. But he looks at it and he puts his head in his hands and he goes, "I made my wife disappear." <laughs> oh, that's good. What does that mean? What does that? How did he mean? make his wife disappear? Because it could he might. Maybe he just wished. Maybe they had a big fight one night. Yeah, and he said, "You're a jerk." Well, honestly, I hope that you know I what? hope. That, and she goes, "You know, you better not hope that you don't have a family because in the morning, you might not. It might come true." And he goes, yeah. "Good." Yeah, he runs up to the attic and he goes to bed. He woke up and his wife wasn't there and his kids. Yeah, we'll find like, this out mom? as the show goes along. Of course, but for the pilot, we don't need to a hundred percent lock that down yet because we, sure. we want the wiggle room. Yeah, yeah. But he yeah. says, "I made my wife disappear." He puts his head in his hands. 
you can tell it's been a big couple of years for him. He's 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 pretty he's pretty devastated. And just as he's about to like, he's just sort of going like, "Oh my god, my wife's disappeared." That's when we got the score from the movie too. Yeah, yeah. And then in burst his three kids. Dad, dad, dad! It's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve, and he's like, he's got a bit of PTSD from the Christmas season. Of course, so when, a lot has happened yeah, to him when they when they Christmas kick over the time. door and go, "Dad, dad, dad!" He freaks out and he goes like, "No, no, no! Please, no, 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 no!" <laughs> and, and, and and funnily enough, when the kids burst in, one of the sons trips on some toy cars that, yeah. he's, that he's put at the door because he and. and it sort of pans the room at that point and you yeah. see it at, at below his windowsill there's christmas baubles on the floor yeah, yeah. uh he's got some he's got some paint tins just above his bed rest just oh, sort the, of the ready kids, on the ropes. kids are lucky they didn't die um coming in the room the way they did but the thing about these kids is like they've lived they've, they've lived with their dad their entire life they know yeah like i i want to say that even as they're coming in you see them like dodging all they're doom the preppers because they know like they know the layout of this room. They know the traps. They're so specifically they, Christmas doom preppers. Yeah, and so they 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 do, they dodge all the traps and like and then the, the dad's freaking out, but it doesn't bother them that much. They kind of calm him down pretty quickly. Like they yeah. say something, and he's like, <sighs> and then he's like, they, "Are the taps off?" And and they know like, what that means. Yeah, yeah. There's they know no, what the wet band. It's not here. And they're like, "Dad, the wet bandits are dead. You went to their funerals." They're they're not dead. They're, not dead. They're coming back in the pilot episode, but, and you but know we'll how you can there. tell it. Just look for that gold too. The gold too. That's the thing. He, she goes, Dad. The wet bandits de- were dead. Yeah. You went to their funeral, and he was like, "I didn't see the tooth." And then we, then maybe we even have a flashback of at the funeral, him like opening the coffin and <laughs> opening the mouth of a dead screaming. body. Everyone's Everyone's screaming, yeah. and he's going, "Where's the tooth? Where's, Where's the, the tooth, tooth, motherfucker?" Because yeah. we swear in this, we swear. Oh in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, Macaulay said that he wants to move away from the child acting yeah. sort of vibe. Yeah. So he needs cussing in almost every scene. He said. I want to move as far away yeah. from Home Alone as so possible. I'm going to reprise my role as Kevin McAllister <laughs> yeah, yeah. on one condition. Yeah. I, I want to say the F word. And we're like, buddy, we got you. Yeah. You're going to say the F word in the first I mean, two minutes. And in the very next scene, we see him taking off his shirt. And on his back, he just has a, a, a tattoo, tattoo on his upper back that says cunt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was his request. That was his request. Uh, well, it's actually just a tattoo he has. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> He was like, I'm so excited about this. I'll be back in 20 minutes. And we're like, all right. All and right. we're waiting in his lobby. Beautiful house, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Really great. And he he's come back and and you can see he he's uncomfortable wearing the shirt he was yeah, wearing. Yeah, it stings. Yeah, and he's like, you want to see what I just did? And we went, yeah, sure, Macaulay. He ran up to us and tugged on yeah. our sleeve and yeah. like a boy. It was yeah. kind of off-putting, but we looked, we turned to him and- you want to see what I did? Yeah, and then he took off his shirt and he's he's put it he's he's done it himself, which yeah. is impressive. It's, it's big over the shoulder piece. Yeah, it's scrawled as as if a child is drawn on the walls yeah, across yeah. his back. But and- he does have cunt written across his back, and, <laughs> and that you know we we had to write into the character, and that's why he does say motherfucker there because this is a guy who yeah. swears. Yeah. This is a guy who swears so much. I mean, that he's put a swear on his body. Stroke a genius though. We told him he could have one c word in the yeah. entire thing. He put it on his back. Did he? And did. he's shirtless a lot, a lot, and he's looking good in for like the daddy a, content when yeah, there's yeah. when there's the the beautiful women. Oh, for sure, for sure. So the kids come in and they're like, "Dad, Dad, it's the day before Christmas," and he's like, he's he's getting his bearings back. And, <laughs> and I mean, he's just rattling off things. Other doors locked, other yeah. taps running. And they're like, "Dad, it's fine. Dad, no, it's, it's fine. fine. It's don't fine. Worry, don't worry." And then he's like, "Okay, okay." Are you kids excited for Christmas? And they're like, "Yeah." The hottest new toy has just dropped. You got to get to the shops 
right now to make sure you get these toys. And then he looks at them. He looks them up and down. He goes, aren't you guys a little old for toys? And they look down the barrel of the camera and they say, yeah, but these are toys for teens. Then we're going to hit an ad break. Okay. We're going to hit an ad break where we'll like. Toys for teens. The coolest ones you've ever seen. Toys for for teens. teens. If you don't have them, you'll be obscene. Toys for teens. You better get them or your friends will think you suck. That kind of thing. And we'll just have the toys on the screen that you're going to see later on in the episode. Because these are cool toys for teens. Toys for teens are integrated with TikTok technology. I like that. I like that. And then we can have So here's the thing. Are these toys, and this is where, so do we go down like a Chucky route? Do we go down a a Megan route where this toy- And Thregan? (laughs) <laughs> where these toys are packaged in the box with some kind of movability and they have it, but then there's there's actually AI built into them and they, they, oh. they exist. Or, uh, uh, see, what I was thinking you know is what? that- You know what? Let's answer that right now. Okay. Toys for teens. The ad ends. And then, and then the dad goes, I've never even heard of these toys. Hard cut to a laboratory. Mm. Yeah, we're there. Yeah. And we've got, we've got a guy working- He's, he's standing over it's a laboratory and you're like, oh, wow, what a spooky thing. Zoom out. Mm-hmm. Big sign at the top that says toy factory. Yeah. This guy's working on the thing and there's there's like a, a boss comes in and he's like, what the? He doesn't swear because in his contract, Macaulay Culkin's the only swearer in this. Right. So he says, what the H-E double hockey sticks yeah. is going on here? Absolutely. And then one of the guys looks up and he's like. And who is it? Uh, Cranston. Cranston? Yeah, Cranston's Cranston. the toy maker. Cranston's the toy maker. The friendly toy maker. The boss, like the big mean boss, Jeremy Piven. Oh. Yeah. From Entourage. Entourage fame. Entourage fame, old school. Yep. He's, he's he's like, what the H Oh, I love him. Yeah, what yeah, the H E double hockey sticks is going on here? Brian Cranston looks up, he's like, What do you mean, boss? And he's like, It's the day before Christmas. These toys should already be in the toy store. And that's when Cranston looks at him and he goes, he goes, I don't know what you want from me. Yeah. You, you've asked us so many things. And, he, and he, like, he has a whiteboard there. He's like, when we started making this toy, when I came to you with this toy idea, these were the three things I wanted. Movable arms, cute faces, yeah. uh, a speak box where they can say a couple of things. I mean, I was asking for 32 points of articulation here. Yeah. And then he'll flip the he'll flip the board and he'll be like, "This is what we have now. You've asked for too many things. You you want it to have you want it to have a neural net built built in. You want to have a language model. You want there? it to bleed. You want it to bleed. You want it to be able to. You want it to remember everything the kids have ever said and predict what they'll do in the future. There's too much to these based off of the pattern yeah. <laughs> of behavior. And he's like, and he's sitting there going like, I know I'm just a humble toy maker, but. I've been trying the hardest I can do to get all these things within the toy, but there's only one thing I, and he's like, and I've got 99 of them. And he's like, but there's only one. I'm one of the best toy makers ever. Me, Hasbro, Geppetto, Pinocchio. Love it. I'm one of the greatest toy makers of all time, but what you're asking is too much. But I have finished. No, he's, he's, he goes, but there's flaws. I've done 99% of the things. And then, and then he's, and then he goes, but they're not ready to go out. And that's when Piven goes, he goes, You'll get them on the truck in the next ten minutes, yeah. or you're fired. And the one percent, the one percent they missed was whether they knew what right or wrong was. Exactly, <laughs> what's right and what's you, wrong. That's the thing. He did morality. He didn't build morality into them. Okay, he didn't build morality into them. And hey, ninety nine percent of the time, that's going to be fine. Ninety nine percent of the time, these toys are going to go to good kids. 
Yeah, toys are going to go to good and kids. And the kids will break them. They'll go in the bin. Yeah. Or that all the kids will, will, will be such good kids that they'll teach the toys morality. That's the, right. The toys learn. However, if these toys go to bad kids, they, they're going to become bad toys. they just fall into the wrong hands. They're going to become bad toys. They're going to become bad toys. And the, I don't truck, know. the truck pulls up. And I don't know who those truck drivers are. Hmm, maybe Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern I think, are the truck drivers. I think, and they know where that toy's going. I, yeah, I think that's what I think that he'll go, get that on the truck now. And then you'll see Cranston go like, Load it up, boys. And like, there'll be a lot of, lot of boys here. Like a lot of little boys. A lot of little, yeah, like yeah, A yeah. lot of little boys. No, so this, this, sometimes when you're creating a fantasy world. Yeah. Sometimes when you're creating uh, something joyful for people to observe, maybe a little bit frightening at times, but you want to put in a slice of just dread yeah. over the top realness. And the fact of the matter is, is that this factory does employ uh, child slave child labor, slave. and I think I think they're all wearing like kind and of space age costumes. I want to say like they're they're all wearing oh, white yeah. onesies with hard hats on, and they're going. And I think the thing about this that you need to know as as an audience member, like Cranston's a good guy, but he also does have an army of child slaves. So he's not the best guy in this, but he's yeah. also like a pretty good guy because he didn't want the toys to kill people. That's right. You know what I mean, yeah, no. See, he wanted his product to be great and to bring joy to millions, yeah. but for the uh, hundreds that exist inside his his factory yeah it, there's no joy there he calls um, it he calls it a uh he calls it like an internal seesaw where mm. he's like a hundred must 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 be punished and suffer so that a thousand balance in all things it's, it's it's a balancing but we we have a scene of all of these kids uh with their hard hats and they're walking towards the the van they're all putting them in one of them walks past and bumps cranston and cranston looks and he goes get on with it yeah. and we zoom in Head up. Like it's, that was an abbreviated version. He goes off for about a minute screaming at this child. And then it's one of his best performances. The kid looks up and there's eyeshadow under his eye and he kind of moves and and a little name tag can be shown. It's Tibby. Tibby is one of the child soldiers in this. Uh, Soldiers? Perhaps we'll see. Yeah, and and a classic Tibby line. He's just like, I'm too, I'm too late to be early. Yeah. And he says, "I, I will be back. Uh, later on later in the on show. In the show. And then he, they're, they're stacking the thing. They're stacking the, the, the trucks full of toys. They pull back, they pull down the, the, the back of the truck and it goes, lock it up. And then you, you, you hear. What's your problem, Marv? Cranston gives two hits to it. Yeah. Camera pans around. You're just hearing bickering from yeah. the cabin of the, of the truck. Camera comes around. There's a bit of sun in the background. The sun moves with the camera until you see a ding, ding. Off a tooth. And we write that out. Yeah. Ding. It's the wet bandits. The wet bandits, the sticky bandits. They them boys. are driving the truck. They drive the truck. They keep going. They pull over in a back alley. And then can can you remind me of the two, uh, the wet bandits' names? It's Marv and I can't recall the other name off the top. Marv and Harry. Okay. So Harry's the big dumb one or Marv's the dumb one? Ha- Harry's Pesci. Ha- Harry's Pesci. So, so Marv will be like, Marv will be like, I don't get what's going on here. Like, what, why are we stealing all these toys for? And then, then, then he's like, we're not stealing the toys, Marv. This yeah. is our job. Yeah. And then he's like, well, oh, it used to be so easy. We, we got to deliver the these house. toys to these houses that ordered them online. They're looking down the list. And then he goes, uh, and then that's when, that's when Marv goes, 
Harry, you gotta see this. So not he, now, I'm driving, Marv. Harry, you gotta see this. And he starts sticking in his yeah. face. Ah, the truck's swerving. Yeah. And then he sees it and he goes like, what? Kay McAllister. Mm. And they and they go, what? Because we can never actually have the full name on screen. No, no, we, we didn't buy that. So it's Kevin M. Kay McAllister. McAllister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. Like people kind of know. Yeah. Um, but it'll, it'll be all right. And so then, then they're like, oh, this is this is the opportunity we've we've been waiting for. So what they do is, because they 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 were around to listen to the whole conversation about the morality oh, thing yeah. with the toys. So they go that Joe's basically says like, I want a man on the inside. Yep. So they get one of the toys out. It's like because we can tell this toy what to do. And Marv's like, what? Yeah, he doesn't get it. It's like what well, what they were saying before, Marv. What they were saying about how they have no morality, Marv. He's like, so what's your point? Yeah. Yeah. Good funny scene. It's great funny scene. Eventually they get a toy out and they're like, and he, he's holding the toy and he's like, listen, you work for me. And the toy's like, of course, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. Who plays the toy? Because I think we want to model the toy off like a, a person. Right. And we'll have that person do like the voice and stuff for them. And I think it's like, uh, do we want to, I think we want a female toy. Okay. Do we have a female and a male counterpart toy? I think that's fun. I think we'll have... And we have a non-binary toy. Non-binary toy. So for the for, we'll start with the female toy, and I reckon we should get like a. They don't have to be too young. They can be like they can be like a. So it's it's a child's voice. No, I think I think it's like a I think it's like a Barbie type thing. Where okay. It's like an adult. Yeah, yeah. So like I think we do. Um, and this is big get mm. big. Get, I don't know if we'll be able to get her. Okay. But I will. I'll ask, and we might be able to get Michelle Williams in this, uh, as in uh, Brokeback Mountain, uh, Manchester by the Sea. Lovely. uh, The Fablemans, Dawson's Creek. Yeah. uh, Big star. Big star Oscar winner. Mm -hmm. I think we can get her for one of them. The male one. Hmm. Because you want it to, you don't want it to be too masculine. Yeah. Maybe a- What about about Donald Glover? Oh, I like that. Donald Glover, yeah. get him in it. And and I've all I've actually already sorted out the non-binary. Um, I made a deal with the family. He's recently deceased, but we're going to be able to take from all of his content. And yeah, do you know the one thing they, they 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 were striking about? We're doing it. Yeah, in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. yeah. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. Jarring, but perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I have a <laughs> pussy or a penis. Yeah, I think that's going to, I think, you know what? I think that's really going to be good for the I'll community. be fucking and coming all over the place. Yeah, I think, I think the community going to love that. I think I it's think, an edgier toy, but it's for teens. It's a teen toy. Yeah. Run the ad here. Yeah. Teen toy, toys, et cetera. Toys for the teens. Toys for teens. I like it. I like it. And that's- I'm a teen for toy. The best and then we have the voice change yeah. in the thing just to get across that it doesn't matter if you're a kid anymore. Now, the best thing about this is we've got three toys. Mm-hmm. You know what else we've got three of? Three kids. Yeah. Each of them is getting a toy. Now, the girl, she's going to be getting her Michelle Williams toy. The girl, we don't remember, the girl from, um, from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Julia Butters. Julia Butters. She's going to be getting the uh, Michelle Williams toy. I think we're going to do Gilbert Godfrey going to the oldest son. That'll be Roman Griffin Davis, of course. Roman Griffin Davis. Oh, no, that's the that's the middle son. No, no, Roman is... is he's Oh, right, right, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. because we, he's older in real life. Yeah, yeah. Right, sorry. So, no, that's going to Ian Armitage. Ian Armitage, and then we're going to have Donald Glover go to um, 
Roman Griffin Davis. Yeah. And the reason we want it is because he's kind of the star of the show and we really want to get as much Donald Glover in this as we The middle we child is the star. We've For learned sure. this from Malcolm in the Middle. You gotta. You got, and um, Cranston, Cranston demanded it. He said, well, there's three kids. Um, let's make the middle one the star, like Malcolm. And he's like, I think I have some experience on this. And he was right. Yeah, I've done this kind of shit before. Now, so they'll they'll be talking to the toys and they'll be like, listen here, you little shits. And they're not very nice to them. They're like, what you're going to do is we're going to get you on that inside. I need you to, I need you to disable every trap Kevin set up. You're going to turn on every tap, every tap. You're going to, you're going to dismantle the traps at the doors. You're going to make sure that there's no irons that are, that are, that are teetering on falling on top of our heads. You're going to clear this place out in the most slapstick way comedy hilarious smash hit way yeah. possible and then we're going to come in and then we're going to exact our revenge on this McAllister on punk Kevin. and then and then Marv's going to be like what do what do you want to do to the kid and then that this is cuz this is a darker show he like he'll look down the camera and he's like i want to torture him yeah. i want to make him bleed i'm going to do what i said i was going to do i'm going to bite off all of his itty bitty fingers one at a time yes yeah. yes and he, and then Marv goes won't he be an adult now then that gives Harry some pause. Yeah. Because he didn't, he didn't think about it. For some that. reason, in all of his schemes and all of his hatred, he always pictured him still as that little eight-year-old boy. He hates that boy. He's like, damn it. Then he looks down the list again and it sees that it's bought by him, but then it has like a four. Yeah. And it's got a list of kids and he goes, Marv, he's got kids. And then Marv is uncomfortable by this. Yeah. And, I yeah. mean, we cut away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so- Something important here. Something dangerous is coming. They put back the toys into the into the truck. Uh, you see, uh, Marv. Marv puts. Uh, he puts the Michelle Williams next to that. He puts a Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. And then Harry is in charge of the Donald Glover. Yep. It, Marv goes to the front. He just tosses it in the back with the rest of them. You see that Donald Glover hit another box. The other box falls into the thing. Oh, uh, yep. Falls where the evil Donald Glover is supposed to be. The evil Donald Donald Glover goes to the back of the van. At the very front of the van, we've got an evil Michelle Williams. We've got an evil Gil- Gilbert Godfrey. We're partnered with a nice Donald, a Glover. neutral, Donald neutral Donald, Donald. Donald. But but a chance to. He's do going right. to a good kid. Let me tell you that yes, right now. He's going to a great kid. The Del- middle child, the best of them. The delivery happens. Um, I. How do I, I think we have to do a scene where like where like they put on putty on their face and stuff so that they <laughs> yeah, can get the delivery course. done. Yeah, they do like a big old goofy cleft chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, and there's the a thing where like Kevin's like, haven't I seen you guys around here before? And then he's like, oh, do you play ultimate frisbee? And he's like, oh. And only Marv talks because Harry doesn't want to risk him yeah. seeing that gold too. Yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah, you play for the Frizz Daddies, don't you? And he's like, yeah, that's me. And he's like, oh, <laughs> you- I have the hottest cheerleaders in the league, I heard. Yeah, cut to the cheerleaders. Now, this bit's just for the daddies. This bit's for the daddies. It's practice. It's practice. 20 minutes here? 20 minutes here, they go to the locker room, they shower, we show everything. Yeah, look, it's it's everything and more. Yeah, It was- we went a little bit avant-garde with it. Yeah, it's a, it, it's, it's, it's. There's a lot of steam mm-hmm. at play. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
very sexual, very artistic. But with but with like but, some but mingled with just the, the the mothers of the group talking about how they're buying these new toys as well. Yes, yes. Yeah. We really gotta say how much of these toys are gonna be spread around town. Yeah, it's like I can't believe very my important. teens are playing with this, but I guess it's teens for toys. Yeah. Cut to the cut ad. To the ad cut to the ad. In the, the back. Jingle. What we'll do with the ad though this time is we'll we'll play the ad over the top of the footage, but we'll kind of put the transparency not a hundred percent, so you still can see the boobs and stuff. Absolutely. In the background. Absolutely. So the Teen for Toys ad will play, but you'll see full on nudity in the right. background. Right. And if, but if you so if you're not so so the daddies in the audience will obviously be focusing They're on, loving this, it. on this top layer. Yeah. But if you're actually watching the ad itself, there's slight changes where now you're seeing dolls run around with red eyes. Love it. And they're Absolutely attacking other dolls. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, but the thing is you, 99, my doll taught me to commit arson. Yeah. But 99% of people won't even notice. Notice They'll be looking all. at the boobs in the background. That's right. They'll be, it'll be washing over them. They won't even care. They'll be seeing all these, all these supple mothers. And only the true fans will notice that in the corner, who pops his head around, but it's Tibby, and he yeah. says, "Not yet, not yet." I like that. I like that. So, and a little fly flies past. Cut back, and then he's like, "Well, <laughs> cut back," and they're walking away. And and Kevin Ke- Kevin M says, "Well, we're gonna get you next year at championships." And yeah. then and then he goes, "Oh, maybe you will." And they get in. The- and then Joe Pesci can't help himself though. And he turns around. And he goes, "Merry Christmas," and it's from a distance. Yeah, but Kevin thinks he might see a slight gleam, a slight ding. Yeah. But he's not sure. He's not sure. But either way, though, he does. Here's the thing. Ah, and he runs and he hides under yeah. his bed. Here's the thing. This is a daily occurrence for him. He's got such bad PTSD exactly. that the mailman most days makes him have this reaction. So if he was to say to his kids, and he does, he's like, I, th- I think I saw him, guys. I think I saw him. And they're like, Dad, you say that every day. Every day, Dad. He's it's dead. Not, he's gone. He's dead. He, he died can't in hurt an, you. He died in an avalanche. Yeah. He's like, well, what caused the avalanche? Because, because I've never I've never seen an avalanche in the middle of a town. I don't think avalanches are real. I don't believe in avalanches. That's the one thing I'll never believe in. I feel like we've talked about that before. <laughs> Not believing in avalanches. And then the and then he he wraps the presents, put puts them under the tree. Cut to and and as 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 he walks away, as the before the camera cuts away from the tree, you see like a little. You don't see the fist full come up, but you see like a punch as if like somebody's yeah. trying to get out of the box. Hell. Yeah. Out of the yeah. wrapping, you out see of the like, wrapping, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Christmas morning, the kids wake up. We have another scene of Kevin McCarthy freaking and the, out. By the way, I know you, what you're thinking. What is this, all one episode? Yeah. Yeah, it's a pilot. It's a pilot episode. Dude, this show's going to be huge. This is like an hour and 20 minutes long, this, this pilot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yes, we're not just going to set up uh, uh, Christmas Eve, and then have the next episode be nah. Christmas, and then drag that over Absolutely not. multiple. No, Christmas and Christmas Eve and Christmas. I promise you, are wrapped by the end of first episode. Yeah, yeah. we got a lot to cover in this show. Yeah. Okay, you think this is just a Christmas thing? This is gonna this this goes further than you could ever believe. Yeah, Christmas morning. <laughs> This time an alarm goes off. It's hit by the middle child because we're shifting focus from Kevin now. We're we're following the middle child a bit more. Yeah. He's a bit sleepy. And I feel like we have a montage of him like getting out of bed, going around the house and just dodging. He's just dodging traps left, right and center because, you know, he lives in and his it's house. And it's a comical scene. Yeah, it's, it's like good. he's brushing his teeth and he like dips his head to the left as like a paint can swings yes. past and smashes the mirror. Absolutely love it. And then eventually he'll he'll be walking downstairs. He'll walk downstairs. He's still yawning. He's still sleepy. He looks over at the Christmas tree and he and and the Christmas tree is like, fucked up it's been mm. it's been turned over and he's like what happened here and then the, his siblings will look over at him and be like 
like you don't know. And then he'll be like, what's happening? What are you accusing me of? And they, they'll, they'll look down and they'll be like, well, there's only one present left under the tree. Yeah. The rest are all gone. And he'll look down and it's, he'll unwrap and it's the good Donald Glover doll. Yeah. Stayed in his box. He's a neutral man. He didn't know he had to hasn't leave been the activated. box. He hasn't been activated. So he'll be like, I swear guys, I didn't do anything. And now these dolls look like the people playing them. hundred yeah, 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 percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like, like what we're going to do is we're going to get them to like record all their stuff with like like green screens over everything but their face, and then we'll put yeah, them on dolls. Do some bodies. mocap. Mocap. We'll mocap it. We'll mocap it in the metaverse. In the metaverse, we'll mocap it. Um, and then so he's he's like, I didn't I didn't do this. Like, what are you accusing me of? And they're like, Well, where are our toys? And then that's when Donald Glover will open his eyes. And he's like, Don't worry, man. I believe you. Yes. Yes. Because it's a friend. It's a first friend. and foremost, this doll is a friend. And it has, you can watch TikTok on it. It's got like a belly screen. It's definitely got a belly screen for TikTok. Yeah. Um, and that's that's going to be good because we can have like the all the TikTok It has songs. phone capabilities. But th- I mean, look, this is no small, this is no G.I. Joe. No. This is, you know, we're talking like, I mean, I don't know, even know what we're, like this is like, like a almost Ventroy, a 22, Ventroy like a 22 size. inch. Ventroya size. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and, that's what, and that's what the ad says. It's like uh, toys for teens, they're the same size as Ventroya. Yeah, and they're like, I can use it as a phone, and they're holding an entire doll, <laughs> an entire mini me star size yeah. doll up to their ear. That's right, <laughs> um, <laughs> mini me size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's scary. Yeah, uh, we do have some 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 prominent little people actors on, on in it. They they uh, that are puppeting these these suits of of Donald Glover for and, sure, for sure. And and they're great. They were great to work oh, with. They, the salt of the earth, not creepy at all. Not creepy at all. Some of I think they're some of the longest friendships I'll ever have is yeah. with these three. Well, they have the shortest lives. They do because their their organs are smaller. Yeah. Now in the case of, um, see, that's the sad thing about the case of the actor who played Tattoo is that his organs were too big for his body. Oh, so they were bulging. He lived uh, in it, constant it, pain. Well, he'd regurgitate and some of his stomach would come out of yeah. his mouth, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. He was a very, very sad story. Yeah. Because that's absolutely true. It's so, yeah. No, it is. No, his organs were really too big. His organs were too big for his body and he lived in constant pain. That's awful. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Tattoo, we're really thinking about you on this day. Yeah, RIP. Rest in peace, Tattoo. Rest in peace, Uncle Jeff. Yeah, Uncle Jeff. So (sighs) Donald Glover wakes up and he goes, I believe you, friend. And then he's like, yeah, well, I didn't do anything. And then I guess we, we... he goes back upstairs. It's okay, man. Let's go chill in your chill in your room. I got something to tell you. And he goes he goes up to the room and then they're talking and then he's like, I saw the other toys escape, by the way. He's yeah. like, I heard them. Because he's been in a wrapped up box. And they were so. being pretty bad. They were yeah. They were some pretty bad toys. And we've got Donald Glover in there, so he's killing every line. Yeah. Like, every line is just I mean, it's delivered with a layer of cool that I just could never aspire to. Yeah. 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 I think we'll He'll be like, I think you should, I think something's going on with those toys. And then the, the door will open and then the brother and sister will be holding the toys. The, oh, of course. They're and they're, the and toys. they're loving them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, don't worry. They just got out of the boxes. Have you seen these things? Have you seen this TikTok capability on its tummy? And then- I love TikTok. <laughs> I love to scroll for hours and hours. And that's just good shit. We, we got him and we're going to use him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean- He's, he, don't assume my gender. It's like, perfect. I won't. I promise you I won't. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Uh, and so 
that's when Donald Glover's looking a bit, he's looking a bit nervous and he's like, he, he doesn't want to say anything because they, they, they make eyes with him and, and uh, Godfrey does the. Yeah. Because they, the, the, the brother and sister, they say something like, you're just jealous because your, t- your, your toy's not as cool as ours. And then yeah. as they turn around to walk away, they're carrying it over their shoulder, their yeah. doll. And that's when yeah. Godfrey goes. Dylan. Yeah. Just the and I think slice in the, across the throat. And I definitely think in this universe, most kids want the Godfrey. <laughs> yeah. He's the one that sells the best. Absolutely. So yeah, the the Gilbert Godfrey toy is the one that they all want. Does the does the throat slice across? And yeah. we see we see uh it's played by Ian, right? No, no, no. The middle child is played by Roman. Yeah. Roman has his mouth open similar to Kevin M. And then that then cuts to a child does on he the street. See it yet? The only thing I want I I I don't know if I re- the only thing is I I kind of want there oh. has to be Donald Glover convincing him. You know Donald what I mean? Donald Glover doll sees it. Donald Glover doll sees it and yeah. he does the he Mouth that. open. And then that cuts to a child on the side of the road going like that with an ice cream in its hand. And then it, the camera turns and you see that it's Joe Pesci and he's doing yes. that to the child on the street and the ice cream falls. And then mom's like, what are you, what are you doing, Harry? Yeah. It's like, oh, snaps out of it. It's like, sorry, that kid was looking at me funny. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, I don't think there has to be too much more in this pilot because I think we've set up a lot. Like they've got yeah. the toys now. They know that something bad's happening Donald Glover's going to well, there, have- there is a small scene with Harry and Marv there, though, because Harry's like, Harry, Marv says to Harry, so, like, hey, Harry, what are we doing? Like, are we going yeah. to rob him tonight? And Harry's like, we're not robbing anyone anymore. We're this. We're murdering them. Yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 I want to create- I've had a, enough. I've wanna, had enough. I want to create a bit of a rift between Marv and Harry. Oh, for sure. Where for Marv sure. maybe is going on a bit of a different path yeah. now to Harry. Like, yes, he loved being a wet bandit. Yes, he loved being a sticky bandit, right? And sure, he still will steal things, but yeah. murder. I think yeah, there'll be there'll be maybe a monologue here where it's like where it's where it's like Harry. Wait, which one's Harry? Harry's the Harry's Harry's Pesci. Pesci. So he's like Marv. What do we ever gotten from stealing from people? And then Harry's like, I don't know. Like I, I've you know I got this, and he like he pulls out like a fidget spinner. That's cool. and he loves that fidget yeah. spinner. And you and can tell that it's like it's like it's got little divots on it. Like he's used it a he's lot. Use it, but then Harry's like. Well, it's a it's a bunch of useless junk. That's all we do. We just collect junk. What's the point anymore? He's like, you know, you know what would make me feel better. You know what would make me feel good for once? Maybe a bit of a revenge. Mm. And then he's like, what do you mean, Harry? And he's like, uh, that Kevin, man, that Kevin. You know, you know, you know how much time I did because of him. Yeah. He's like, he's like, so yeah, I served it with you, Harry. He's like, it, it wasn't too bad, was it? He's like, it wasn't too bad. At least like, we had a each other on Christmas. Yeah, that kind of thing. But yeah. he's, he's like, no, this kid's gone too far. You know, like, I'm going to make him pay. Forget the wet bandits. Forget the sticky bandits. We're the bloody bandits now. Yes. Highway to hell place. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear a jet ski motor in the yeah, background. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think, yeah, I think then we got to do like a, that day goes, that day goes past. We'll, we'll, we'll fill in these scenes. There'll be stuff that happens in the day. There's bonding between Donald Glover and um, the middle child. The other ones, are, they're, they're kind of trying to make their toys work and they're like. Their toys are actually convincing them to do slightly naughty things yeah, as well. Yeah, just through talking. I think so. And like, I think so. And uh, based on the TikTok feed as well. It's yes. like, it's like, here are five ways to build a bomb that you didn't realize you could do from home. That kind of shit. I love it. And and so they're getting a little bit naughty. Uh, he's getting, he's, he, the goodness of the middle child's rubbing off on the, on the doll. I think we, we have some fun scenes. Maybe they take him to school. We have a couple of at school scenes, but we want to end this episode with like throughout the whole day, the naughty toys are also being like, wow, 
what's the combination to the to the to the alarm system? And the kid's like, I don't know. He's like, well, you should ask your dad. And he's like, oh my god, you're so crazy. That kind of thing. Yeah, like they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're not naughty kids yet. Yeah. Now, as as they go to bed, and then uh, Kevin lies into bed, and he's. He I mean, he's, he's, he's had a, he hasn't been very present on Christmas day because no. he. Christmas is a bad day for him. It's a very bad day. I mean, look, Christmas Eve is when most of the terrible shit happens. Yeah. Uh, so then on Christmas day, he really just spends it reflecting on what a good job he's done on Christmas yeah. Eve to once again, protect himself and his family. And his family. But he's, he's in bed. He's, he's gonna, he, he take, has a sip of eggnog. He lies in bed. He goes, ah, oh, we made it through another Christmas. And he closes his eyes and then you just see a small hand go over his mouth and he opens his eyes and, and Godfrey's standing over him and he's like, tell us a fucking combination. Yep. Boom. We cut credits. And then we do have at the end of the credits, we have a lovely little post credit scene where we cut to Catherine O'Hara popping up out of bed. Kevin. Yes. We got Catherine. Oh, we got we Catherine. Catherine. We got Catherine O'Hara. She's hilarious, actually. If you've watched Shit's Creek recently, it's a really good show. She's, I mean, honestly, one of my favorite comedic female actresses. I can't believe how greenlit that show is. That yeah. sounds like a good and if, show. And if, if you were sitting at home thinking like, is this going to get greenlit? The moment Ke- Catherine O'Hara popped up and said That's Kevin, you were like, whoa, 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 Holy whoa, shit, whoa. they got her. Well, that was a very good episode of No Matter What, uh, the podcast we record when Cassie is not around. We'll be back next week with a test pilot episode, probably doing a show of some sort. Thank you at home for listening. And uh, we're going to end this episode the same way we end every episode. And that's by saying, peace out, you filthy animals.